This is the Blasian Baddie, Mia Yim, and you are listening to the Big Gold Belt Podcast. And as you heard by the theme music, this is the Big Go Bell Podcast. Welcome back this week. We're on episode 261. Well, the whole team is here, and that's because we got so much to talk about this weekend in, in the world of just, I, I mean, obviously this is a wrestling uh, program here, but we got so much to talk about just in the world of sports because um, something's truly reworking everything. I mean, right now it's truly the end of days, but um, <laughs> before we get to it, let me just introduce everybody. Uh, obviously, it's the, two, the, the host here, Two James. Will, how's it going? Hanging in there, hanging in there. We're going to have an episode tonight unlike any other before and hopefully unlike any other going forward. <laughs> Silly Sellers on the road. You be safe out there, Brian. Yeah, I am, man. I feel like Shamari Stone if you're from the D.C. area right now traveling in my news truck or my little Batmobile car. <laughs> um, but, but I'm on my way home trying to get some little food and, and necessities since they shut down my work for two weeks. Um, yeah. So, right. but I'll be home pretty soon in a stable location. That's right, that's right. Damien Salty G, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, just sad, sad because of the XFL no longer playing games this season. So yeah. disappointed. Yeah, yeah. And last but not least, the Giant Crab Jamal. I'm going on vacation on Wednesday, so this will be my last show for two weeks. So, um... I see y'all on the other side. <laughs> you know, speaking of XFL, because that's kind of how we started off um, the show last week. Yeah. For the first five weeks, we talked extensively, you know, in, in a previous episode and a little bit last episode, they had the momentum and everything's going forth, but they have bowed out and said that they will, based on the coronavirus, this is really the subject of tonight, is the coronavirus and um, the effects that it's taken all over the world, uh, but primarily in the world of professional wrestling uh, but obviously we talked about the SFL in the past like I said um, and they have said that they are canceling the rest mm-hmm. of their season yes um, does this come to a shock for you guys uh, right right play here what's, what's your thoughts you know seeing that news that came out not too long ago actually as it's uh, Thursday uh, March uh, the 12th I'm not, not a shock, but I thought... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Damien. I'm not surprised, and I just pulled up the statement. Uh, I'm not surprised, for one, jumping on the health bandwagon. What I am surprised of is that not only are, is everyone going to get their ticket refunds in some way, shape, or form, but the talent is going to be paid their full salaries for 2020. So for a fledgling sports league to still say, hey, even though we're not going to play another game, unlike the AAF, we're still going to pay you your contracts. Now, I know we're not talking six-figure salaries here, but still, that's that's good faith going into next year where if someone's on the fringe of the NFL, they say, hey, you know what? Even if there's a work stop,
stoppage or like some sort of, of stoppage in general, we'll still get paid. So that's pretty surprising on my end. For me, for me, what I was, I'm putting myself on me when I was, you know, going in and out of the car. For me, what's going to be the biggest aspect, and I saw this on Twitter somewhere, because somebody said about a couple of years from now, ESPN 30 for 30 is going to put this out. The day that sports stopped. And this is going to be a huge impact to see not just how the rest of the season goes, but how they'll recover from here. Not just the XFL, all these sports, because it's going to be a blank slate where it's a lot of blank champions this year and seasons didn't mean anything. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how they bounce back from this, especially since the XFL had a bad turnout the first time. What are they going to do the second time around? Um, can they recover from this? I'm hoping they can. Even the product is not great. You know, it had an opportunity to do great things if they had a time to finish their season. So it's going to be interesting to see how they bounce back. Yeah, really quickly, too, before, because I, I definitely have a, a few questions I want to uh, throw back at you guys about this. Really quickly, I just want to make sure that um, I, I make some news right before we get into the midst of the show. Uh, obviously, number one, wherever you know you listen to your podcast, we're on every audio platform. Period. Out there, we made sure we did our job to make sure you can find us everywhere: iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, all the all all that stuff that's going on. Spotify, all that. iHeartRadio, we're on all of that stuff, so you can make sure you check us out there. And then, obviously, you can catch all our news and additional information at our website at BigGoBellGroup.com. Also, I want to say too. Um, a lot of the shows that we're kind of been intertwined with as far as either promoting or sponsoring and so forth. Uh, as of now, it looks like Flying V, which is going to be taking place here in Silver Spring, Maryland on Saturday, is going forward. Um, haven't heard anything officially yet, but it looks like they're still going forward. Uh, Woman Crush Wednesdays number two has been canceled mm-hmm. uh, for Battle Club Pro, which is very upsetting because that show last year was just amazing. So I was truly looking forward to that. And ROH has canceled all of their shows in Vegas this weekend as well, too. We'll mm-hmm. talk about more of the cancellation, but tonight the subject is the coronavirus and everything and the effects that it has caused all over the sports world. But let me just throw this back at uh, Jamal and Will really quickly now. So as as we said, the XFL has canceled. End of the season, everyone's going to get paid based on you, based on what you even know or what you think. What do you expect for these players? And we talked a lot about this last week, about the players who want to be that breakout player, that star player, the face of the franchise, the face of their, of their respective team, or, or even the league right now. This is a lot of time right now for people to really put in that work or to do something. What, what do you what do you expect them players to do now, knowing that they have all this free time, but they won't be playing games? Oh, you, you, there's gonna be people that are gonna come back like twenty pounds heavier, <laughs> all beefed up, and all kinds of stuff. That's just gonna be the <laughs> that's gonna be the nature of the beast. There's gonna be a lot of hungry people that are gonna come back eventually, and they're gonna want to come back to to make an impression. You know, they're going to have a lot of time to think about how they are going to want to return whenever that one may well be. Now, the XFL, the downside of that's going to be that's not going to be this year. They've written off this season. I think that's just because of the timing that they're already halfway through their season. They only had so many weeks left. And by the time things are hopefully up and running again, it, it probably wasn't feasible for them to be able to get all those stadiums to finish up the season. So it's a bit of a different situation there where everything else like the NBA, the NHL, all of them. They're planning on coming back this year. So these are really 
you know, a unique situation. It's uncharted territory that we're in right now. These circumstances are just not what we're used to. So how anyone's going to bounce back from this is going to be really interesting. And that's going to be a story to see going forward. I think the biggest thing, though, it's props to the XFL for paying those guys mm-hmm. for the remainder of the season. That's the least they could do. So I think that's I'm really glad to see that the folks are going to get paid for the remainder of the season that got canceled. Yeah, I think the short answer is uh, good on them for paying those guys through the end of the season. I think the biggest thing is going to be for the veterans. Uh, this was someone's last shot. Mm-hmm. And because of uh, whether it's injuries or they're just inability to to, to take on a, a full rigors of an NFL season, uh, this was someone's last shot, and they didn't get a full go at it. And that's that's really unfortunate that that uh, had to happen to somebody. Uh, but like with everything, it's going to affect some people a lot less. It's going to affect some people a lot harder. Uh, not everybody's going to come out of this the same way uh, that they went into it. I think there obviously is a more upside than not because the XFL has committed, at least on uh, in theory, to a 2021 season. And I think that based on uh, their numbers, um, I, I would say the sea is, uh, seeing plus 10,000 people in a stadium, the overwhelming support in the Dallas market, in St. Louis, um, and in Seattle, um, the very strong numbers here in D.C. And, uh, well, you know, Tampa's a thing and, and New York is cold. But I think there's a lot of upside to it. The uh, groundbreaking rule changes that has got the NFL or the football world on notice. Uh, There is a lot of upside to the XFL. And if anything, the shortened season kind of makes you wonder what really could have been, obviously, as we have seen the storylines have changed. Uh, DC started out uh, uh, like out of the (laughs) gate, like a, you know, horse, a scarred Mm -hmm. dog. And it's all. And then now it's, Fallen, you know, spectacularly back to earth. St. Louis started out hot and got hotter. Houston, you know, started out uh, okay and then picked up steam. And then you have other teams that are still only two games out of of yep. that top spot in their uh, in their side of the division, even though they haven't, even though they only won one game. So it's, no one is truly out of it. Even though we're halfway through the season, where in the NFL you can honestly write a bunch of teams off for the next five years. Yeah, there's a lot of upside to the XFL, largely due to a shorter season, largely due to support in some markets. But unfortunately, for some players, this is the last time that they'll step on the uh, uh, the field competitively again. And to those players, uh, good luck with your future endeavors. Yeah, quick quick question to throw <laughs> back at you, really quick. Uh, you know, we talked about momentum. Do you think that this hurts their fan base going forward next year? I mean, because everything they're doing now, they deliver, they delivered on what they promised. They got people invested. Now it's the hiatus again. It's almost to the point that this may not have ever even happened when you think about it, because it's such a short stint, unfortunately. No, I don't think so, because I think the circumstances are different. This okay. isn't the players arguing against the owners as the NFL went through uh, maybe 10 years or so ago. Yeah. Yep, this isn't point. the baseball uh, work stoppage that killed the Montreal Expos in that franchise. This <laughs> isn't the hockey work stoppage that, uh, you know, cut the Stanley Cup and, and you know, butchered that season 10, 10 or so years ago. Yeah. Um, this isn't millionaires versus billionaires. This is Vince McMahon versus God himself. <laughs> and the last time God showed up on Raw, 
it didn't go so well. Uh, <laughs> nope. So I, I do think that um, because it's an act of God that has you know turned this uh, thing upside down, uh, it's a different context. And I think that if you are short-sighted enough to say that, well, the XFL didn't make it a season and the AF didn't make it a season, you know good and damn well that's not a fair comparison. Mm. Okay. You know, the, the AFL, the AAF, as good as it was, as interesting as it was, we know why that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Because the accountants couldn't count. This yeah. is very different than a worldwide plague, you know, enveloping the uh, the planet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Damian. I know I have you mustering up some words. I, I was going to say <laughs> yeah. that I, I think what this does, it just whets the appetite for the fan to so to say, OK, they have the financial backing. They'll come back next year. It's not like unless something catastrophic happens with Vince, they're not going to be out of business. They'll run another year. Mm-hmm. And the fan base was was passionate. The ones who showed up showed up. And even the dregs of, of, of the XFL, like the New York Guardians, for instance, actually started to gain popularity. So I thought they were on the rise over the last maybe two or three weeks uh, to go off with Jamal's point after that initial surge. So I think it's not an AAF situation. I honestly believe 2021 XFL, new rule changes, they'll be back. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to get into the gist of this. But before we do that, a couple of things I want to say really quickly. Number one, obviously, if you want to help us keep the lights on and get exclusive content, you can definitely step over to our Patreon page. Um, One dollar gets you in the gate and that gives you exclusive content, interviews, additional podcast material and so forth. We actually need to drop something soon. So maybe we'll work on that for this weekend. Uh, but and even stuff like that, you know, you know, why why it does help us a lot of the resources in doing so uh, providing this material is affected by this as well, too. Um, you know, all movie screenings have been canceled as mm-hmm. of right now, tentatively. I was on my way to WonderCon in Anaheim. That's canceled. So interviews and press coverages and for stuff like that is is off. Um, and, and even uh, I was going to and then and then obviously we'll talk about you know tentative what happens with the panels with WWE. But like again, ROH is canceled. Yep. Uh, haven't heard word from Impact as well. But I'm pretty sure I've seen some other indie shows uh, saying stuff. But like a lot is happening with this right now. Um, so you know. Unless you've been under a rock, the coronavirus is, you know, like like we we talked about before, wasn't if it gets to the United States, it was when um, small cases have the numbers have grown in cases now all over the um, all over the U.S. Major events, March Madness is done, and uh, excuse me, in um, NHL has uh, you know what I actually don't want to miss misspeak on this. Because there's some people that's saying done for the season. Some people are saying tentatively. Anybody has this up just so I can make sure this is stated correctly? NBA uh, suspended. Which, NBA suspended. No March Madness at all. No, yeah. exactly. No March. MLS no, is suspended. Yeah. Major League Baseball suspended. Mo, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and NHL are operating with the idea that eventually they will be back. It's just yes. a matter. No one can give a date at this point. So there's suspending operations. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and like I said, major cons. Uh, E3 was canceled. South by Southwest was canceled. WonderCon was canceled. Crazy thing about some of these events. South by Southwest is not even issuing refunds. Um, so that's just his own mess in his in, in his own. Um, 
in a state in in here in uh, Washington D.C. area, Maryland has suspended their schools for two weeks. Now, uh, th- th- I think next watch else this, but how much of that is uh, in um, uh, what's that thing called? Spring break. So that's a good question. So actually, my county school system had a, a town hall meeting through the phone today. And what the state superintendent of Maryland is saying that even though we have these two weeks off, she recommends that they cut spring break, of course, given Good Friday and Easter Monday is a holiday, but cut that and then use the extra week to go at the end of the school year. But the thing we got to keep in mind is, you know, you have all the way up to June 30th to end your school year because the next school year ends July 1st. So the kicker is going to be how are you going to use these days and will these days be a state of emergency? So we haven't had in my county any snow days this year. So we haven't had to make up any days. So are they going to cut spring break and add to the end of the year or are they going to just say scrap it because it was a world pandemic that you don't have to make these days up? Then you got to push the calendar back because grades are going to be due at the end of the month. So it's it's a real tricky situation. Mm. And and how does that affect other things? Because like bus drivers are contracted out, uh, they have to they have other work to do. Um, teachers' pay could be affected because their their teachers and their teachers' union um, allows them to yep. be paid you know in, for certain reasons and certain times. So uh, you know it's it's a lot more than just when will the kids go to school? You know. Exactly, exactly. Now, the good thing about our county or maybe Maryland in general, when you're a 10 or 12 month employee, your your paycheck is divvied into 22 or 26 paychecks. So you'll get that regardless. You just got to make sure your time is put in correctly by your payroll. But what the problem is going to be is when you think about certain events where if you can go to a professional development where you can get paid for or if you attend a conference where you can get paid for and you can't get that money because it's canceled. Is there anything that you can get back because you already signed up for it that you will get your reimbursement for it? Um, so it's going to be interesting in that aspect, but luckily their core salaries won't be affected. And then how does that affect graduations? Because, you know, these are things that are taking place in usually college arenas, but we're still talking exactly. about the graduated class of a couple hundred and then a couple thousand in the audience. Exactly. Now, here, most of my county uses uh, College Park. If you're a bigger school and it's place arena, if you're one of the smaller schools in up there. That's damn shame. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) But but luckily, these events are not until May or June, so they have time to push through that. But if this thing's not done in a couple of weeks or at least slowing down, that's a good question. Like, are you going to say, okay, here's your certificate, celebrate at home? I don't know. It's going to be weird to see. Well, that's that's, that's kind of what I wanted to get over at some point on the show tonight is that how far in advance should people be thinking? Although right now it's obviously the time where people need to kind of reel back things on how they, what's the contingency plan? You know, E3 isn't into, isn't until a couple of months from now. And they already was like, nah, we're not going to deal with that. So what type of preparations should people be thinking months in advance, regardless of circumstance a month from now, that may be either, you know, either more severe or even better. Who knows what it'd be, but like, Jamal, I think that I, that's why I think Jamal's question is, is suffices here. Like you're thinking about graduation, and although it is from now, but like, are you guys already strategizing for that? That's a good question. Now, luckily at my school, I'm at a middle school, so we don't have to worry about that because we can cancel the promotion and say, yeah, "Oh, you yeah, are." I remember we didn't have graduation at that middle school. Yeah. But continue. <laughs> but but on top of that, that's a good point because you got to think this is like a big aspect for this class, and not only that. The senior schedule for uh, high school graduations is different from everybody else. So if you remember when we were in high school, 
we got out early, like almost a month and a half before everybody else gets out. Yeah. So when you get out there, you got to finish your transcripts, your grades got to be finalized, your final exams are done earlier. And, and let's even think about this. Well, proms have to be canceled or, or senior activity trips have to be canceled. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a real good question. And I think that conversation may be taking place in central office. And then that would lead to what schools can do. Um, but that's just going to be interesting. And not just that. Look at colleges, too. Colleges got to do with that. But to answer your question, I think a legit three weeks or this two weeks, rather, for, for the school system will take away to see what you need to do as far as next steps. But I think the bigger question is, and this is, I want to put back to the team too. Back in 2009, we were around when swine flu was a pandemic too at the same time. Do you guys remember it being like this back in swine flu? No. I I don't. Uh Uh-uh. Not even a chance. And And you know what? what? A lot of it is because of, you know, I I can't even remember if I said this on the show last week or or just saying it out of my head. Um, A lot of it's just because of how powerful social media has become readily available information and news is at your fingertips no matter where you go hell your 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 spam ads hit you with news (laughs) (laughs) if it need be so you know maybe because that's why the severity of things is just way more apparent than it's ever been in the past for other little stuff but you know what we'll we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it more but let's move forward because i definitely we have a lot to cover in the world of uh professional wrestling so i want to shift gears to that right now while we're at our time market jamal i'm definitely going to let you spend this the way we need to start this off for tonight okay so there's a lot a lot a lot a lot to cover and i guess the first thing is uh would be we know that the major sports are have either postponed uh and or canceled um and unfortunately aew is not uh exempt either yeah they tweeted out an hour ago that the show will emanate from jacksonville um jacksonville tennessee i saw no, Florida. It's Florida. No, it's from that the Daily Place, the place they that the that the Jaguars have, where they've done the I, shows. Before. I thought that. Did I read that wrong? Uh, the tweet says the show will be televised live on TNT from Daily's Place, and will be managed under a restricted attendance attendance policy. The Dynamite show for in Rochester will be dis, uh, rescheduled for Wednesday, July eighth, at the Blue Cross Arena. So, unfortunately. Uh, whatever was supposed to happen at in Rochester, which a lot of people are speculating would be the t- the uh, return to television of Brody Lee, formerly known as Luke Harper, who is from the Buffalo Rochester area, upstate New York area, and um, you know, so he would have gotten a big hometown pop as he debuts on Dynamite. But that's of course just speculation. Um, if that were to happen, it's unfortunate that the people of Rochester won't get that feeling as the show emanates from Jacksonville. Uh, More importantly than that, what will the attendance look like? Part of the show and the energy of AEW has been from its fans. Uh, This show has some really super hot crowds, even though attendance may not be um, greater than a WWE show, the crowds have been rabid and have made uh, the show a lot more special than it could be. What would that look like? I'm just going to say that this is not a truly fair comparison, but the last time I seen an empty arena match in Impact, um, it does absolutely nothing for the program. <laughs> so the fans' absence absolutely changes the whole presentation for these matches and so forth. I mean, how do you even cut a promo if you don't have the fans <laughs> buying into it? I mean, that kills a lot of people's gimmick automatically, mm-hmm. you know? 
But go ahead. Well, well, okay, but then what then? So I guess that's that's the first question then. So we know that the Rochester show will be the Rochester event will be rescheduled for July eighth. Uh, also, if you're going to Newark on the twenty fifth, which is the Blood and Guts totally not called War Games match, that is <laughs> um, going to be rescheduled for July twenty second. So now the question is, let's say that they do have an empty or partially sparsely attended arena match. Um, how does that change the show? Because a lot of the stuff has been the crowd reacting to things. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not like takeover mm-hmm. where the crowd kind of takes over the show and with their chants or their singing or stuff like that. But my question to you guys is: Was that a pun? No, Take it was over. not. <laughs> no, it absolutely was not. How dare you? <laughs> um, we'll we'll go to the tally board later on that one. Yes, yeah, it's it's going to say zero. <laughs> but, so it's, but how does that you know change the dynamic of the show? And of course, because the show is live on TNT uh, and not pre-taped, what, is it even better to have it live? They could do a Lucha Underground type shenanigans. Yeah. As seeing how great their promo yeah. is, yeah. our pre-taped stuff is. Would Would you rather see, you know? A Lucha Underground tape presentation from AEW, who could immediately try to pivot to that, mm-hmm. or should they go with their show as planned, with just nobody in the crowd. I uh, am, I, I am, I am with you on that. I'm also thought about the suggestion of making um, AEW dark, just putting that presentation and just putting it on TNT just to cover that slot for right now. Uh, crowds not being in the Crowds not being in an arena or not having fans in the arena absolutely is aesthetically noticeable. We talked about it with XFL, mm-hmm. and now we're going to talk about it with this. If they're not there, the marks and all, they're not there to buy into the show. It's literally how some wrestlers feed. They tap into a certain side of them in order to, you know, Put on the type style of matches they need to. Some of the nicest people who are wrestlers are the best heels strictly because they can quickly feed off of what the crowd does. I think that throws everything off. I think Jamal is on to something here. And when you talk about the magic that the Bucks family, including their wives and everything, have put on with being the elite and uh, what's his name that do the recording, they absolutely have the golden opportunity to put on some type of presentation that they have been very familiar with for a long time that was truly suffice for what they need for this two-hour slot easily because I, I the, the open crowd thing I just it just doesn't work at all but I just want to be clear I because you read that you read the tweet and I guess I must have read it wrong did you say that is limited fans or no fans limited Limited. Limited. Yeah. Okay. So yes, they haven't been they haven't been clear about what exactly that means, but limited capacity. Can, yes. Can, can I ask a question real quick for everybody respond to Jamal's original question? What the hell does limited mean? Like do, how I, you... I can tell you that exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> the WHO the WHO has uh you know the, the term uh social distancing is a thing yeah. that's being kicked around a lot. Yeah. So yep. they're saying like, hey, uh, be in the same space, but no more than five or six feet from each other. Six feet is generally how far mm-hmm. a sneeze can be thrown uh, and, and under normal circumstances. But, you know, a good gust of wind to do a lot. Either way, uh, six <laughs> feet is a is a good barrier to keep from people. So if you, you could theoretically assign seats within your own personal bubble that maybe two people sit here that are together, 
two people sit six uh, six seats across from each other, and 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 you know it's obviously not a sold out joint with five thousand people in it. Which if you could get two hundred, because the full sale crowd is raucous. Yep. But obviously, that's a smaller crowd than anything that's uh, presented on TV lately. So there are ways to do it. And then, of course, does not include the other staff and talent that are in the building as well. So it would be weird to see a sparsely packed crowd. But they, but also, they could do health checks. Um, they could scan your forehead. If you have anything over a fever over 100, you got to step out of line. You can't come into the building. Um, that's the thing that places are doing, especially in Europe. Where if you want to go to the soccer game, you better have a, uh, a body temperature of 98. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and if you don't, then you can figure it out. Call your mama, but you can't go into the building. So, <laughs> so there are things that could be done. And and if you have, if you saw the tweet, the tickets go, not tickets, I'm sorry. The doors open at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, showtime is 7 p.m. Eastern. So if they're trying, it doesn't take an hour to get in 200 to 500 people in the building and of course that 500 people would be under the state of florida suggested limit for crowds okay so theoretically if full sale can hold 500 people then they aew can get 500 people and what a crowd it would be as as that's the show that you want to be in that's a history making attendance right there to say that i was at the coronavirus show (laughs) with with that teacher i was there Quick question. Quick question. I want to jump in with something real quick. There's one difference here we got to keep in mind compared to when we talk about other shows, either empty arena shows or shows where like there's been like, you know, a very bad crowd and not much of anyone showing up or anything. There's a difference between that and what this is. Everyone mm-hmm. who's going to be watching these shows coming up is going to know what's up that this is a forced situation that they have no control over. If, if, if Impact does an empty arena match or something, and it's a creative choice, and you're watching it, and you're just like, this is stupid. you know. But you, you're <laughs> saying that because you know they decided to do that. It's not that their hand is forced into a situation where they have to do this because there's a darn plague going around. So it's a bit, it's going to be weird. Yes, it's going to be different, but I also think everybody's going to understand why it's happening. And I think everyone's going to be willing to, you know, be, be forgiving of that. I think to a certain extent, I think honestly what you could go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say, he said forgiving, or would you say that would be more hot? Because I know they're now been kind of designated as the token child to like oh. bring additional injury, uh, in- injury, oh. energy, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I think they'd be both, considering like Jamal said about being coronavirus spring break, you know, like it's a mm-hmm. history making moment to be part of that select few. And to go back to the original question, making it maybe like a studio NWA power kind of vibe as a pre-taped studio feel with a rabid 300 fans, 200 fans for two or three weeks. And you could put them all in one can. I think that would be beneficial to the talent as well as the fans for not having a continuously every week for, let's say a month kind of travel, do the traveling thing, expose yourself. If you do it that way, you get it all out of the way in one shot. Like NXT used to do their old school tapings. I think that also mm-hmm. lessens the burden potentially for illness. Uh, and I think with that, you can save a whole bunch of money down the road by just doing that way. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what's that he saying? Even another level uh, thing about the Cruiserweight Classic too. They, they, I mean, they take so many shows and then spread it out to so many weeks. So that was a good comparison. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jamal. No, but but uh, so I think that with that said, though, uh, taping a show a month of shows is probably the best move. Mm-hmm. Um, but these shows are two hours and not one. Now, granted, mm-hmm. that's only we're only talking about four or five matches. But realistically, in two days, they could take up they could tape a month worth of shows and. At 500 people a pop, that's that greatly limits the infection. And of course, you get everybody in town to do what they need to do. Um, the question that, of course, on the other side of that is, how do you limit the spoilers on the internet? And I think that was the big thing about NXT before it reached T live. Before it was live, was do I even want to want do I even want to watch NXT uh, as the go home show because the payoff wasn't great because I know what the spoilers were from last month. Uh, right. If AEW does, especially since there is this uh, contentious nature towards AEW existing, um, the haters could easily go, "Oh well, this guy debuted, so fuck that show. I don't, I don't need to watch." <laughs> um, yeah. And I definitely see uh, that being a problem because a lot of the things that AEW does well, it does involve the element of surprise. If Jake Roberts was known to be on Dynamite, yeah, whether he cut a promo or not, how does that affect? Um, the, your ability to watch the show with, a, with an open mind, knowing that he's going to come out and cut the best promo of the year so far. Yeah, yeah. If you know that the dirt sheets are reporting that he was there. Yeah. No, you're you're, so you're, you're, you're entirely right. But let me put this spin on it real quick. So this could be in a way a reverse aspect. So let's take it back to. WCW versus WWF days, right? And I think it was Tony Schiavone at that time made the famous comment, yes. oh, wow, Mankind just won the World Championship. Who wants to see that? And then, boom, everybody turned the channel to see that, actually. In this state of moment, even though spoilers are going to possibly leak in that point, that may be something where, hey, nothing else is on. I really want to watch it to see how it played out. That could go into another effect mm-hmm. because of everybody being stationary right now and have nothing else to look at. No sports, mm-hmm. no anything. But if you see that coming, it's like, wow, that sounds interesting. Let me see what it really looks like so that way I can put it in perspective and witness it on my own. Too, too bad wrestling fans want to know everything before it happened. Also want to book things for it to be the way they want it to be. Again, I, I go back to, to what I said earlier. Social media is so powerful now that spoilers trump everything because when people can actually figure out the the, the, the end game or the, the conclusion of things, they're not really invested in the buildup of stuff that I not think that just stretches across media period. I mean, although uh Endgame made all the money in the world, people literally only wanted to know how did everybody come back? <laughs> like, but they didn't right. care about the actions of how did he collect all the stones and all that other stuff. But like, it, it's just how people think sometimes. They just want to know the end result before they actually see the whole story. So, you know, or, the, or, or, or better or better yet, people want to read the headline and not read the beef of what was written. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I think that's why things are just a tad bit different. So I think, uh, to Jamal's point, I, I, I firmly agree. Yeah, you, you already know what's going to happen. Then you're not going to be invested in it. I'm, I'm going to ask you guys this really quick. So we all talking about contingency plans because of what's happening with the mm-hmm. coronavirus right now. Do, what was your guys' reaction to uh, NXT shifting over to the performance <laughs> center so this went from uh what is it winter park to yeah. orlando i yeah. think it is mm-hmm. so no, the, were, the performance center is in winter park right no it's in it's in orlando it's not too far from the um that football stadium um no i'm sorry full sale is in winter park um you know um 
but the uh, performance center is in near the Orange Bowl. Yeah, the Orange Bowl. Thank you. So yeah, you're you're still looking at about a twenty minute, twenty five minute toes or not toes commute. Uh, so they were still able to have their familiar faces in the crowd. But for you guys and and for us, I say for viewers, what was your initial thoughts? Hearing that this the shift happened, the presentation did it feel any different? Just just your remarks, period. About because we got a lot more to talk about about that being the contingency plan uh, for NXT moving from full sale to the performance center. Okay. Well, let me jump in first on this to be, to make one thing clear. This week was not a contingency plan. Really? Full sale. Full sale was booked this week from the beginning. Okay. Why? This was a planned event. Okay. They did not okay. have access to full sale this week. So okay. they were always going to run the performance center this week since they couldn't use full sale. And that's why they, they had already set up to have fans in there and all that stuff. Okay. What's worked out good for them now, though, is since they did that, they already got the setup there with the ring. They made a little entranceway and all that, like we saw last night. And honestly, I thought it looked really good. I thought it looked comparable to full sale. I thought it looked perfectly fine and perfectly acceptable for TV. Now the the thing becomes I'm fully expecting we, we, we already know for sure that Smackdown tomorrow night that was going to be in Detroit is now also going to be from the Performance Center and I'm assuming TV going forward will be from the Performance Center. I don't, can't imagine why they would why they would be doing it anywhere else while this, you know, while everything shakes out. They got everything set up there. The difference now tomorrow night is going to be that it's not going to be open to fans. So I'm assuming they're kind of going to have probably have every like NXT staff person and all the <laughs> loop, all, all the Florida loop wrestlers that we've never seen <laughs> probably be hanging around and stuff to, yeah. to have some bodies in there. But it's not going to be open to the public like it was last night. But the big thing to me was aesthetically, I thought it looked perfectly yep. fine. I, they could be doing TV there on a regular basis mm. if it wasn't getting the way of all their training stuff. But I thought it looked just as good as full sale, in my opinion. I'll go quick and I'll just say, visually speaking, from what I saw, I enjoyed it. It didn't take anything away from a normal NXT. Uh, it reminded me of an intimate kind of like those, those Coco loops that they do it once in a while or when they leave full sale mm-hmm. briefly. It mm-hmm. reminded me of just an intimate setting, just 400, 500 fans, whatever you want to call it. What I think this does, the fact that it was so well received last night makes it easier to run Raw and SmackDown now from a optics perspective uh, at at the Performance Center because if it would have if poop would have hit the fan yesterday and people watching would have thought oh this is garbage maybe running Raw and SmackDown there wouldn't be a good idea but because it's been so positively received I think that makes it easier for WWE to say yeah we're just going to do all our shows at Performance Center now because it was a hit yesterday so I think that that unintentionally was a blessing in disguise for them. I think considering uh, NXT's uh, very uh, pedestrian setup, especially compared to Raw and SmackDown, uh, if the expectations are a little bit more reserved, um, if somebody were to say that NXT has moved to full sale, that's fine. Like, that's fine. I think the real test is going to be for the main roster fans that have never heard of NXT, and they're going to go, what the hell is SmackDown with its floating dog head and with its, you know, uh, 3D um, uh, <laughs> AR graphics and with its, you know, fireworks and its new set and its blue lasers and stuff? What in the hell is it doing in this laundromat? 
with flags on the top of the roof. <laughs> and that's really what it's going to come down to. NXT last night was the best produced uh, PWG show I've seen in a while. <laughs> and that's okay for me. But if I'm watching SmackDown and I'm expecting the pageantry that Raw and SmackDown commands and I see it being yeah. held like behind a 7-Eleven, I don't know if I can watch that for two hours. These are these are real li- these are real facts, right? <laughs> this is a I really good question. Because tomorrow night, are they going to bring out the SmackDown Stargate and set it up in the Performance Center in the entrance? Um, no, probably not. But, but that's the thing. Like, <laughs> how does that affect your storytelling? Because a lot of the storytelling on uh, SmackDown is visual. It is yeah. from uh-huh. uh, you know this perspective of their entrance. Uh, of the the LED board um, entryway, uh, the uh, ring post, and all yeah. that stuff. It, it, you know, is this uh, presentation of SmackDown live from the Performance Center basically <laughs> putting a tur- uh, lipstick on a pig? Yeah, <laughs> I got look. Well, I, I got want to ask something really quick. Why is the decision to move to the Performance Center if they're not going to just let that small niche full sale crowd? A ten, who we know we could depend on energy. If the whole plan is to kind of quarantine their audience, why didn't they just keep their setup in Detroit? I mean, they were already there, and the decision just came out. So, I, I what am I, what am I missing here? Why, why the move if you're not going to? Because again, you go to Full Sail, you you go to the Orlando area. You know, you have guaranteed fan base who will mm-hmm. come no matter what. And crazy thing is, I was going to ask, I wonder what the price tag is, because I can imagine if those price tags gets to tentative SmackDown price tag, that may be a problem for them, because they're used to getting their $25, $75 tickets all the time. But, you know, but anyway, logistically thinking, why was this the move here? Okay, so so logistically thinking, um, the move, and and please correct me if I'm wrong, um, I'm going to say it's money. I think that the building wants WWE to come and they're going to cut them a decent deal to run a show in their building now obviously they'll WWE will make money because they're being they're broadcasting the show per their deal with Fox per their deal with the Fox's advertisers and stuff those floating dog heads won't pay for themselves <laughs> so, so what does the building get out of it they get 15,000 paying fans for their concessions or their partners with, as concessioners with through Aramark or through Pepsi or whoever. Okay, fine. Now, if you take all of that away, if you take all of the fans and all of the merch and you know that you're going to take an L on that, then why, why not do it in Orlando where you know that most of your talent lives, where you know that most of your base is? Why not do it there where you can pay for everything for the logistical cost instead of running it in a building outside of there? The yeah. reason why it's uh, AEW is going to emanate from Daly's place and not an empty arena is because Tony Khan owns the building. He doesn't have to pay concessioners. He doesn't have to pay. Uh, the, you know, to, I mean, obviously he pays to keep the lights on, but he's willing to eat that cost. He doesn't have to pay to ship merch to yeah. the building Fair. or to pay to send trucks to the building. So yeah. you know, good point. all of those costs, especially come with his Jacksonville media uh, team. That they have because they obviously produce content for the uh, the stadium, the football stadium, and the uh, uh, Daly's place. All of that stuff is in house, which mm-hmm. is why their second show uh, was Fighter Fest or whatever, second or third show was there. 
Yeah. Because right. it's the house that the con literally built and paid for. Yeah, um, something for the fallen is what you're talking about. Fight, yeah, fight for the fallen. Yeah. Okay. So the, the the big elephant in the room now, and you guys, before we get to this, is there anything else you feel like we didn't, we didn't cover? Because we gotta talk about the elephant in the room. Okay, talk elephants. The elephant in the room is Tampa, Florida, first week of April, mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, and correct me if I'm incorrect about this this news by any means. So. The state of Florida, or the city of Tampa, yes. has they, they gave an announcement that really didn't say much. I, I've, at least for me, I didn't get anything out of it. Um, right before we started the show, I read WWE's um, press release email, which I'm sure is all over line now, um, about them pretty much speaking towards their investors about how all this can affect. Uh, their 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 stock, I guess. In other words, we're gonna talk about because it's happening, ticket sales, merch, and all that other stuff. It's gonna be in a flux. We get that, but no one has strictly addressed WrestleMania, their biggest event, in Raymond James Stadium, the Buccaneers Stadium, which I think holds somewhere around like seventy thousand. Uh, uh, maybe more, maybe more with the floor seats. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, they, they did this remodel like a couple of years ago. So, or yeah, so, but the question is nothing has been in concrete about the direction of where they're going. So, quickly, before we break this down, I'm just going to get some yes and no's from you guys. Postpone or the show goes forward? Or, yeah, those aren't. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is the question will they or should they? Yeah, that, there's a big difference there between that, building and shooting. That is a big difference. Okay, okay. That is a big difference. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go around this one time. We'll, we'll, we'll do, yeah, you're right. There's two different questions. Are they going to postpone yes or no? No. 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 We know who we're dealing with here. The, the old <laughs> man, the old man is not canceling that show over anything. <laughs> he okay. lives for in this. The sta- in, the, in the statement they put out this afternoon, they could not have been more clear. I'm, I'm going to read this. So yeah, listen to Go how ahead. they worded this, because I think they made this black and white as could be. Here it is. Quote, while we remain committed to hosting WrestleMania at Raymond James Stadium on Sunday, April 5th, we are putting contingency plans in place in the event that it is canceled by government officials, civil authorities and or local venues. Yeah, last part. In the event that is canceled by government officials, civil authorities, and or local venues. Not WWE canceling it. Somebody else pulling the plug. Nice. They are not canceling nothing. Okay, now next question. Next question, as you said, should they postpone? Yes. Yes. Yes, they should postpone it. They should, absolutely. Uh, So I'm, I'm on the fence. So... Yes, they should postpone, but it's a way they could probably deliver it so it still happens, if that makes sense. Well, postpone is not cancellation. Postpone is just yeah. pushing it off for like maybe an extra just month. Just push it back. Yeah. No, so the question okay. is, postpone, oh, wait, wait, I think wait, they wait, should wait, cancel wait. it. So wait, wait. So, so third question for the people that said postpone, when should it happen? No, matter of fact, when and where should it happen? The first state that releases their quarantine. <laughs> May. Oh. Oh. May. Okay, May. Will? I would think my my thinking would be if you're going to postpone it, 
my thinking would be that Tampa has so much invested in this that you'd still want to try and do it in Tampa to keep everyone there happy. So I would think I would think Tampa would be very interested in keeping them there to keep the event there. And WWE would also be interested in doing that, too, so that cities know going forward that they'll be a faithful partner in them. We're doing business with WrestleMania. So my thinking would be you keep it in Tampa. It's just a matter of the big the big mystery we don't know right now is when? how soon is all this going to yep. clear up? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, that's what we don't know. Jamal, go ahead. You had something. They should cancel it. Um, I don't think they should postpone it. I think that the way the storylines are structured, this isn't like a traditional sports uh, franchise where you can say, all right, put an asterisk in the record books. Let's let's and let's turn over to the next season and start from there. I think because the storylines flow into one another, it's only going to compound the problem as we go past WrestleMania into Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. Uh, you know, they have so many issues with their storytelling in the beginning. Again, the good old days from like a week ago was complaining that Goldberg and Lesnar are the champions. Now, uh, Corona came through kicking ass and taking names and is the biggest heel <laughs> in wrestling. Now the question is, if people show up, should they? Where should they have an event and all these other things? And realistically, half of Europe comes and they're not allowed in the country. Mm. So right, yep. that's a I whole think, other ball of wax. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, that's only the tip of the iceberg because other countries could follow suit uh, and retaliate against that. And that's a big political issue that I'm not going to get into. But the bottom line is, is that uh, you know, if the fans can't come. And the state suggests that, uh, you know, and then Governor DeSantis of Florida was specifically vague because he doesn't want to be the one that bankrupts the state, that bankrupts the state. You can, right. Disney, Disney's closing. That is a legit city-sized area that is a theme park. It's like five and one. Yeah. So then that means that all the other theme parks are probably going to follow precedent and close as well. Mm-hmm. That is, of course, included but not limited to Cape Canaveral, SeaWorld, Gatorland. What the fuck are we going to do if Gatorland's not open? (laughs) Realistically, the beaches. All of the beaches. All of the islands and the keys. The only thing that Florida, that that Tampa produces, more than strip clubs, is beaches. (laughs) If you're driving down Del Mabry Boulevard and Hillsborough Avenue, you're looking for two things. The exit to the beach or the strip club. And both of them are closed because guess what? They <laughs> definitely have said on local news in Tampa oh that the strip clubs are going to be uh, shut down <laughs> overnight so that they can go ahead and clean it up a little bit. The biggest so, up in uh, the United States has said they are closing business tenant, uh, 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 um, indefinitely. Corona and, is the biggest heel in the business. Yeah, it's not no, fucking day up. It's not a no. game. Yeah, if 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 uh, I'm saying strip club, the biggest club live in Miami is saying that they uh, are closing indefinitely. If they're closing, yeah, there's some shit happening. Um, yeah, and also Gatorland. Just wanted to just throw this out there. Like Gators aren't the thing to worry about. It's those birds because they're a little bit more ferocious and and mobile. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 cool with that being on a little highest because that was the scariest experience. <laughs> we have no birds attacking. These are the questions, and that's why I don't think that they should actually concern themselves from a logistical standpoint, from a storyline standpoint. Um, You know, they should pause the WWE right now. They're obviously still going down with SmackDown. If you can't have WrestleMania, then what the hell is the point of having SmackDown tomorrow? Yeah, they're they're having. Go ahead. 
No, no, I was just, I was just going to quickly say, I mean, we, we really talked, and I, I we, talk, we talked about the off-season thing. Uh, if this is what you're uh, proposing, going forward, when you when you uh, resume, are you saying resume immediately with WrestleMania? Or start the programming again? Well, okay, so WWE cuts the best uh, video packages of television. No doubt. Period. If they're not number one, they're number two behind the NFL. But WWE cuts ridiculous video packages. Are you telling me that they couldn't put on a special on NBC or Fox that get you caught up from what you missed over the month? Yeah, all those 24 I mean, specials no, totally. are good enough. Right. Uh, they can absolutely know, do that. Yeah. If, if we're talking about uh, Lucha Underground becoming more of a television-based narrative yeah. versus a sports entertainment or, or a pro wrestling-based uh, uh, storyline, then what makes you think that WWE can't do the same thing but better? Because they actually have several production facilities around the country where they can get that done and a deal with Fox and Fox Sports. So we're not talking about how they um, uh, you know, are able to, to compartmentalize their business. We know that they're doing that by sending everybody to Orlando. What they need to do is cancel WrestleMania and then give the city of Tampa a super show, some like one of the, the greatest Raw of all time. Though because I, the Europeans can come. For me, for me, I say this is the opportunity now to put the WrestleMania that should have happened this year in the UK. I think right now, just based on all the logistics, everything's happening. I think they should just throw it out there, call it WrestleMania, i.e., Super Showdown, but WrestleMania. Just to say that they had one this year, and just resume back with their regularly scheduled plan. Tampa just has to come back in the loop. I don't feel like they owe Tampa anything. I know that. Oh, they definitely do. They owe a hundred thousand people and and millions of dollars in lost revenue. Yeah, I feel you, but like, it's a lot of other. Th- I mean, unless they do what Coachella did and say we're going to move it to November, but does it still have that same? That. Yes, what I Coachella's in Tampa. Tampa is going to get a stadium show. That's what they paid. For. They got, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's just a matter of when. And football is an impact here too. They, they, if, it, if this goes too far back, then 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 there's absolutely nothing they can do. No, you know? see, they only put they can work around it. They're not going to work around. Uh, I mean, what a bye week. You see what you're saying? No, but you remember the schedule's not even released right now in the NFL. So if they have a set date, let's say for November 20th. Yeah, but the NFL's not going to play nice. The NFL's not going to play nice with WWE to say, all right, what, 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 what's going to cater to you? Unless the stadium is open to saying, like, hey, this is their bye week. This is a bye week followed by a away game. Is the only way I can see that happening because they're going to need that time to get everything together and so forth. And, and not to mention, but, it's but not just the. Uh-huh. That, let's forget. Let's not forget that Tropicana Field is across the bay. It's still in Tampa. If we're still talking about this when football season runs around, I think wrestling is a far, far away down the yeah. wayside problem. If we're still talking yeah, exactly. about coronavirus come November yeah. or September, uh, no, I mean, so- coronavirus come August, then football has a problem. Yes. Yeah, but but the other thing too is not it's not so it's not so much of how. And until this all clears up, it is that schedules are all being shifted back. You know, the one that I can relate to again the most is WonderCon, which is supposed to happen in April. And you're, there's not going to be a, a fitting for them to reserve that Anaheim Convention Center 
anytime soon because each week somebody's reserving that, whether it be for tech conventions or whatever it may be. Uh, it's it's all a matter of now. It's like you got your spot. It's no longer and, available. Plus the cascading right. of concerts. And no, but that, that's fine. It's, dom- it's, it's Domino's fault. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah. that's fine. The difference between a convention or a concert or any one stagnant event is it's independent of the rest of the year. WWE has is telling a story that started 50 years ago. And a big chapter in that story that you turn over from one chapter to another is WrestleMania. And the reason why that, that I say that if you're going to cancel WrestleMania, think cancel SmackDown. The stories are irrelevant if there's no blow-off at WrestleMania. So if you're going to cancel WrestleMania, which I think they should, I think they should just progress the storylines through WrestleMania, shoot it all at the Performance Center, you know, do what they're, whatever they were going to do, and just write it off as a loss. And then when they start over, as WrestleMania does start over on the Raw after, after Raw after Mania, and they move towards Money in the Bank, or they move towards uh, SummerSlam um, uh, again over the summer, uh, hopefully the coronavirus, you know, has, if Trump is right, the coronavirus just weared itself out and went away in April. <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> if you, uh, you know, if we're still talking about it, that's a different problem. But realistically, what's the point of building John Cena versus The Fiend if you're going to have it at the Performance Center in front of Bill DeMott? <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I, I look at it like this. I'm thinking the, the worst case scenario, worst case scenario I envision is what we were just saying. WrestleMania at the Performance Center. If they just had to do the do what they had planned to advance stories, to move things along. That's your probably that's that's your that's your that that's your worst case scenario. Yeah, I think right there. That's the worst case scenario of all. Where right? they wouldn't cancel the show, but they would just like, well, here's what we were gonna do. This is this is the best the the the, the situation we're in. Right. Probably more likely than that, <laughs> if they were still trying to do WrestleMania, but for some reason they couldn't do it here. You know damn well they'd be calling up overseas and we'd be getting WrestleMania <laughs> side. On the table. Hey, you can best no, believe right now they they got the they're not even calling Vince, they're calling the Undertaker. They're just like, dude, Are you, you want to make this happen? <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you. We got money you for you. I'm sure the prince has been called. I'm sure the prince has been called, and that, that's in the back pocket. Well, if we gotta do it there, we can do it over there, you know? Yeah. Right. So I, I, I think in general, it doesn't matter where you go because it's everywhere. In the Middle East right now, they're shutting shit down. Um, Iran is literally digging ditches and building cemeteries as we speak. Uh, obviously, Italy are building hospitals to try to cope. Um, the, in Qatar, they have canceled their bus service and train service mm-hmm. and telling people to stay home. It's, it's global. It's DJ Khaled, the virus. And the problem... <laughs> Is is that because these things in the WWE and in AEW are intertwined, they set themselves up for a blood and guts match uh, with the, the first time ever war game style match. You can't just have that at Daly's place, yeah. or you can't just have. I mean, that was built for Newark because it's the first time in New York, the New York market officially, because it's in a bigger than normal building at fifteen thousand people. You can't move that to Jacksonville. So, so you're, you're entirely right. Kinda, yeah, you kind of just got to put it on the shelf. Yeah, I was, I, what I want to say real quick because we're getting towards the end of our show is this now, guys, what is your guys' expectation? 
for tomorrow, Friday for SmackDown, and for AEW and uh, NXT come next week. Are you are you going to? Are you think we're going to get a soft reset, or you think they're going to just keep going forward and try to play out? Especially WWE. I mean, there's got to be two different questions there. So just as you know, just so we can be sure, uh, quick on time, just answer whatever promotion you want to answer to. Do you think you got the soft reset or something by AEW, or you think WWE is going to go full fl- full fledged ahead? All WWE is going to do is they're going yeah, to acknowledge what's up and why they're at the Performance Center, and otherwise they are going full steam ahead that WrestleMania is happening Absolutely. on April 6th. Bless our, bless our until, heart. We got here until that, until, uh, until that plug is pulled, they ain't going to act any different. The only thing that's going to be different is that they're at the Performance Center. 30 times here, Michael Cole mentioned the coronavirus tomorrow. Matter of fact, let's put in a nice bet. Over and under, on Michael Cole mentioned the coronavirus tomorrow. 10? Under. Ooh, I would say under. Yeah, I agree with you, Damien. Only because I can see Vince telling them, do not mention anything about illnesses, <laughs> yeah. viruses. Exactly. Yep. I think they just acknowledge why they're there at the beginning of the show and maybe a couple times during the broadcast. And otherwise, the idea is going to be like, we're trying to take people's minds off this, goddammit. Come on. <laughs> Don't talk about that stuff. We're on the road that's, to that's WrestleMania. Yeah, so, uh, but go ahead. Continue with the question. AEW soft reset or continue going forward? I say full four because when you think of like natural disasters that's happened, and once again, don't want to say or bring up any past moment that's cringy for everybody. When you think about 9-11 or things of that nature, they do have their moments where they acknowledge it and then they go full fledged ahead of trying to, like like everybody said, take your mind off of it. So when you do that as best as possible, you just keep doing what you got to do because people need that right now. They need something to take their mind off of it. I think um, in general, okay, so there's two questions. Uh, WWE should go forward, but obviously ought to truncate it as skeleton crew from Orlando and just shoot shows there. And you know, you know, put their talent up in hotels. You live in Orlando for the month. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. I think AEW, because they, so WWE is a visual story-based wrestling program, and AEW is a wrestling-based story program. So AEW has a lot more uh, of an advantage from a storyteller perspective because the only thing they need to do is put on a good 20-minute match. Let, and I let think, me, go ahead, go yeah. ahead. My bad. I know you're going that, that's, that, that's the major difference. We're looking for the pomp and circumstance of WrestleMania, but the ma- a match is a match. Versus AEW, where we're looking to see what these, match up in, what these matchups include, like Blood and Guts, like uh, you know, the, a ladder match or a cage match or whatever. We want to see the wrestling. Um, and so I think the AEW definitely has an advantage there. The real question is, what will the ratings look like? People are staying at home. There is no NBA competition on Wednesdays right now. There is no NHL competition locally on Wednesdays right now. No, NHL comes on MSNBC. But either way, there's no competition from major sports. Golf is shut down. NASCAR is damn to shut down. What will the ratings look like for NXT and AEW? And if they don't break a mill this week or, or during the duration of this coronavirus influence run, then what would it take? So, here is my question. WWE, and, and you can we can kind of correlate to AEW because I don't I don't I guess I haven't really decided where to go. Sorry, serious talking to me. Uh, I really haven't decided on where we kind of put them in with in regard to this. But WWE has been marketing themselves more or less more than ever as 
a legitimate sports company brand, whatever it may be, with their presentation and so forth. If someone in WWE is to be tested positive for the coronavirus, do they announce it? Would they take them off TV or would they just shut the whole thing down? Ooh, they would have to shut the whole thing down. That depends on who it is and, and where it is. Um, because if it's somebody test positive in Stanford, then that's the thing that they'll have to address, but they'll, the show will go on. If it's a person that's in the inner circle, McMahon, Triple H, or somebody that has uh, relevance to the board and talent, then they'll probably have to shut it down. Um, I, I think the important thing is discovering it early and discovering who that person is. If it's a person that's not on TV that barely makes it to shows, like um, uh, Titus O'Neil, if he caught it, they're not going to stop the show for Titus. But if Ricochet has it, uh-oh. So I really think it's... Red. It goes back to when that, that outbreak happened a couple years ago and Bray, they all had mono. Bray, uh, Roman had mono, so they had to change the card. I think it was uh, no, TLC. No, it was... Um, um, Backlash. Oh, hell. It was, it was, yeah, it was, it was Backlash with Violent uh, Meningitis. Meningitis, yes. that's right. Mm-hmm. The sixth man of the year, viral meningitis. Yeah. yeah. So they would just have to work around the talents that they're pulling off the road and kind of just making it up as they go along. So the show would still go on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will, comments? Nah, I mean, I, I think we I think we've nailed this as far as what they're going to do. It's just some... Yeah. I mean... I don't think there's really much to add to it. Really, is is there anything to add to it at this point? I mean, this I, is a fluid situation. This is a fluid situation that I mean, just like we're trying to figure it out, they're trying to figure it out. Yeah, and it's the, really gonna it's it's gonna be changing on a day to day basis. I mean, shoot, think think back to the beginning of this week. Here it is. We're recording this on Thursday night. On Monday, it was a completely different situation. Yeah, like in the yeah. last forty eight hours, this has changed so quickly, and it's gonna be like that for a while, yeah. where stuff is just gonna change on a dime hour by hour so where we're going to be next week when we record geez who knows so i I, I, i'll say this really quick if something comes out breaking this weekend you got to step behind that patreon wall because we will drop our reflections and 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 just to be clear too we 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 get a little bit more deep into things when it comes down to that but if something big comes out this weekend we we will be prepared to be able to get that out there and not wait until thursday because like we'll say within four days something could change and we may not make it to thursday before something else big the rest many a thing is still out there tentatively with a decision not firmly being made but we'll see what happens uh but quickly really quick any other news really fast you guys want to talk about real quick before you guys say anything the british bulldog has finally been in, is finally going to be inducted into what may not haven't happened as the hall of fame this year but at some point he will make it into the hall of fame officially but you guys got anything else you want to uh add really quick um i think the biggest thing about this uh, coronavirus wherever you are uh whatever you're doing whatever you're seeing um number one wash your hands Mm-hmm. Wash, wash your hands, and when you don't wash your hands, wash them again. Um, it, you really can't stress that enough. And you can do it for free. Everybody can do it. So do go it ahead free. and do that. Hey, yeah, I mean seriously, like you don't yeah, have to. It it's not a rich or poor thing. Exactly. It's a wash your damn hands thing. It's yeah. up your face. And nasty uh, sounds bitches. And don't hoard all the toilet paper, Thank people. You, Will. Come on, <laughs> calm down on the toilet paper. Can we talk with days? That's a different show. Wash your hands and chill out on buying all the toilet paper. Um, 
Yeah, and actually, um, you know, just protect yourself. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to stock up on water per se, but I do know that it is cheaper to fill up a five gallon jug than it is to buy five gallons of water. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. You know, I mean, Costco is there for you, but honestly, you don't have to hoard. It's really selfish. And actually, if you are going to hoard and you're not sharing, then that makes you a dick. And Corona doesn't like that. You know, yeah. so I think I think that um, we had swine flu, we had bird flu, we've had pandemics. This is not new. Nature is trying to kill us. The happening is real. Shyamalan had it right all along. Oh um, man, so, I can't believe that. A matter of fact, so, as you as you say that, that is like right here in my face, right here. You said the happening, yeah. probably the worst movie I've seen. But yeah, am I Shyamalan finally got something right? Right. So uh, so just just you know, wash your hands to protect yourself, and also uh, watch wrestling because this is going to be a really interesting two weeks yeah. as major stories are developing on in the storylines. But obviously, behind the scenes, we'll see what happens as they go forward. Yeah, very much true. I agree with everything you've been saying. Um, access has been canceled, so if you are still going to WrestleMania, um, you know, there's a little bit of safe comfort that a lot of the big things that they can't control have been canceled, and they say they got a contingency plan for WrestleMania, but we'll see what they do moving forward. But like I said, everyone be safe. I can't stress enough. You can find us on all your audio platforms out there, period. We're all over the place. Our YouTube channels is, is live and rocking. The website, BigOBellGroup.com, for all the news, updates, information, and so forth and um I, like i said help us out uh by subscribing to patreon where you get all our exclusive content interviews news and all that other good stuff oh damon were you about to say something i was uh go ahead considering that a lot of us have friends in the independent wrestling field a lot of their shows are being canceled so if you mm-hmm. uh, if you like these talents if you follow these talents and they you know knowing they can't make shows buy their merch because they're people too you know we think wrestlers aren't people sometimes uh a lot of them are having to get temporary jobs just to make ends meet because they can't wrestle so if you have any favorites feel free to buy their merch right on and i'll do it for this week uh episode so as always thank you for tuning in uh we'll see you next thursday and like i said you see you find the paywall or something else comes out this week it's going to be a very very interesting week everyone be safe we'll see you then